Hello, everyone. My name is John Gallagher, a senior editor at Freightways. Hope you're enjoying Global Supply Chain Week. We have a special guest with us for a fireside chat this morning, Robin Hutchison, who, who leads the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration as the agency's acting administrator. M Ms. Hutchison was named deputy administrator of the FMCSA by Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg in January. And as deputy administrator, she serves as the acting administrator. Uh, before being named at FMCSA, she served as the deputy assistant secretary for safety policy at DOT under the Biden administration, where she led safety policy. A uh, acting administrator Hutchison, thank you very much for joining us today. Thanks, John. It's really my pleasure to be with you this morning. Great, great. So, so you've been on the job for for a whole month now. Um, how are things? How are things going? I think it's just shy of a month. I'm, not, I'm coming up on a month right now, and things are going great. I feel really honored to have joined this team at Federal Motor Carriers. Um, you know, a thousand really dedicated professionals, all focused on on trucking, and it's an amazing time to be working in trucking. We are we are really making some um, commitments to the industry, and I'm excited to be a part of that. <laughs> um, well, so there are two major programs right now at FMCSA that just recently started, um, and that's the National Roadway Safety Strategy that was unveiled, uh, that you helped unveil a couple weeks ago. Um, and a few months before that, the administration unveiled, before you were at FMCSA, the, the administration unveiled the Trucking Action Plan that was uh, um, with, the, with the goal of strengthening the, the truck driver workforce. So, so we'll start there, um, uh, acting administrator, with the trucking action plan. Could you, could you explain just generally uh, the goal of the plan and FMCSA's role in, in moving it forward? Yeah, uh, I would love to. I'm going to back us up just a tiny bit, and then I'm going to come back to your, to your questions about the plan and our role. Um, you know, you asked how, how it's going. It's been about a month. I'm um, reading and absorbing so much information that complements what I, what I thought I knew or what I already knew about this industry. And I'm always really struck by um, some key statistics that I know that the people I'm talking to right now know this already. But I'm, I'm always so struck that 72% of goods in America are shipped by truck. And in most communities, it's the only form of delivery. So both of these things that you want to talk about today, especially the Trucking Action Plan and also the National Roadway Safety Strategy, will help to create a strong, stable, safer uh, trucking workforce that offers good jobs, millions of truckers. We, I mean, we, it's front and center, right in front of us, how critical this is to our economy. So I'll, I'll, I'll say, too, I want to say, too, um, that since starting this, this job, all I see are trucks. It's all I see. It's, it's all I see, whether I'm uh, in, on the highway system or, you know, right outside my home. All, all I see is freight and trucks. Yeah, and inside every single truck is a person, sometimes two. So I, I feel really uh, focused and committed, along with my entire organization and the DOT, from the top on those people that are inside of those trucks. And both of these things that, that you're asking about that are pretty big initiatives for the department and for FMCSA are, are really focused on people, working conditions, quality of life, and safety. 
So now I will go back to your question <laughs> um, specifically on the, the trucking action plan. Um, it's, a, it's a really big focus for FMCSA. We have a, a significant part of it, part in it. Um, and you, your question is, you know, describe a little bit what it is, what is FMCSA's role in moving it forward? The, the, it is the Biden-Harris Trucking Action Plan. Like if you, if you look it up, it actually has all those words, the Biden-Harris Trucking Action Plan. It's part of the administration's approach to strengthen the supply chain, to address bottlenecks in the supply chain. And in particular, referring back to this commitment I keep talking about, the administration is really focused on, on job quality and quality of life. Um, another somewhat staggering data statistic, upwards of 90% of a, a turnover rate in trucking. So we need more truckers to join the industry, yes. And also we need to improve the quality of the jobs so that people stay, make them good, safe and stable. So the trucking action plan is really focused on those things. We are involved at FMCSA at Motor Carriers um, in a few specific ways. One, CDLs, number of CDLs. Two, supporting apprenticeship programs. Three, attracting more different kinds of groups, underrepresented groups into the profession. And then last, um, some longer lead work to deepen our understanding about what it, what it means to be in the profession, retaining drivers um, through some studies. So those are our four main, main initiatives. Gotcha. And well, one of the provisions notes, and this is something that the industry has been, um, uh, all, all, all sectors of the industry has been kind of um, talking about this. Congress has been talking about it too, is the under 21 um, uh, apprenticeship program, um, which is one of the, which is one of those provisions in the, in the action plan. And it was also mandated by the um, uh, infrastructure laws, you know. Um, so that is just, that's just getting underway. Is that is that correct? The, the, the pilot program. Now, I, I just took a, a question on that. So, so say the, the pilot program goes through, um, and it does show that younger drivers are just as safe as as other drivers. What what would be the FMCSA's next options there, if if that were to be if that if those results were to come through? I'm really. Um, I really want to see what the data collection, what the data bears out before we jump to the end and say, well, we could do this or we could do that or we could do this. Like, I, I really think it's important for us to collect really good informative data that will lead to good policy decision making. Um, so I, I think it's something we should you should ask me again year after year on that, because we will have information and data and it would be good for us to be able to share and bring people along on what we're seeing. Yeah. And and, and it, it, I, obviously it's a it's a pilot pro program, it, so it's obviously in its early stages. I know that takes time to go through, um, so I understand that. So um, looking at the, um, I'll ask you. Let's see, the driver. There's a uh, requirement there for a driver pay uh, detention um, uh, study studies for both of those areas. Um, I, I, that was to, to start the studies in those areas. Um, Unpaid detention time driver pay. It, could could you give us an idea of how um, the agency is in, in, in getting or, or where things start start stand with getting those underway? Uh, again, we're going to have really good data at the end of these studies, and I am very um, excited about some partnerships we're building right now to do these studies. So we have taken, first of all, you know, 
I mentioned drivers on the front lines of this pandemic, essential workers, big part of that is pay. Uh, and big part of that is detention time. Um, I, I mentioned I'm doing quite a lot of reading right now and I'm reading a lot about that uh, from the, you know, the, the view of the, the driver. Um, so uh, in the short term, we've taken some immediate steps to make sure that we're standing this up as quickly as possible. So we have scopes of work that are written. We are um, partnering now with research institutions to kick off the studies. We're hoping the studies will be kicked off by the summer, which is just a few months away now. Um, they will take some time, again, the, da the data, like to, to really deepen our understanding of these very complex issues. It's gonna take a little bit of time, but we have been able to start quickly to make sure that they're kicked off very quickly this summer so that we begin to see results 18 months or so two years with a final report on those from now. Uh, okay. And so, and also on the, uh, the apprenticeship program, which is to recruit drivers, could, do, do, where, where are things in terms of, um, do, do you know where things are in terms of the? So since the launch of the challenge, it was about two months ago, we have more than 200 employers and industry partners that have stepped forward to expand their registered apprenticeship programs. So those 200, those are, those are carriers. Is that right? Correct. Yes. Okay. And industry partners as well. Uh, I see. Yeah, it's a it's a combination. So one thing that's really exciting is that we have um, drivers that are kind of graduating into this now, and seventy employers are um, ready are putting thousands of skilled and safe drivers on the road now. So we're um, you know we we think this is a great way to to bring drivers into the profession so that they feel skilled, comfortable safe as they're um, coming into the into the workforce and they're getting paid. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so I, I wanted to um, ask also about the, the roadway safety strategy, um, acting administrator. So if you, maybe just a, if um, a, again, just kind of a, a brief overview of that goal and how and how you see trucking affected by that. Yeah, this national roadway safety strategy has been in the works for a little bit and was officially launched last month. Um, it started the idea to do this started some time ago and was kind of punctuated in October of this past year, where the secretary actually noted this data. We, we showed it to him and he announced the Department of Transportation is going to do a national roadway safety strategy. And that data was that there was an 18% increase in roadway fatalities. Now, this is about everyone on the roadways, not limited to trucking. Um, and trucking, you know, full of professional qualified drivers. So we, the crash rates on trucking is lower than some of the other sectors, but it does include trucking. What this does is it lays out a, like a systems-based approach to safety, safer roadways, how roadways are designed, safer vehicles, how uh, vehicles can be made safer, uh, safer people, um, how we make sure that those who are operating vehicles or anywhere in our nation's highway system or right of way are safer. Um, and it's redundant. If one thing layers on top of another, it's not just one thing we have to do. We have to do all of it at the same time. So commercial trucking is really embedded in the national roadway safety strategy. And, you know, it's all this is all very related. The trucking action plan is actually about safety because we improve drivers' quality of life. We improve the working conditions. We produce safer, safer drivers. This is about what the department will do, the actions the department will take to also improve safety on the roadways. So we need to act you know, swiftly on some of these things. Um, and some of it will take some years to, to, to come to, to fruition. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and just what, what, one thing, I, if I could ask about the um, uh, under the, it, it included uh, five different objectives or four or five different objectives, and one of them, as, as you mentioned, people, um, and obviously truck drivers are, are, are people affected by that. So it mentioned um, the provision mentioned increasing to or, or the objective was to increase highly visible traffic enforcement against risky driver behavior, and it said focused on high crash location. Could 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 you provide a little, little more detail on what, what that that object uh, that is? So this is kind of doubling down on proven measures from the past. So where there's been success in the past. So we don't really want to take a top down approach here because states have data and information about their high crash locations, um, and they have uh, each state has the ability to tailor their approaches. So what this does is um, uh, increases the amount of money for the Motor Carrier Safety Assistance Assistance Program, MixApp, which provides formula grants to the states to conduct on-road traffic enforcement and inspections of of commercial motor vehicles. So it's important, I think, that we we look at high crash corridors. This isn't to like spread the peanut butter around. We really want states to to solve the problems where the problems are the greatest so they can pinpoint areas where there are crashes and fatalities and direct resources to the problem, to the the highest problem. I mean, I think the the big message here is there's a a huge increase in the amount of resources that are now available for states to do this important work that will really target where the the biggest issues are out there. Okay. And and just to to wrap things up, uh, Acting Administrator, there's a uh, going back to the trucking action plan, there there is a provision in there talking about um, the establishment of a women in trucking, a women of women of trucking advisory board. What what perspectives, in terms of safety, do women bring to the table in your view that that, that could improve truck safety? That's a great question. You sort of you're tying some some things together here. As I mentioned, the the trucking action plan is is a safety strategy um, in in and of itself by improving working conditions. We have been uh, talking with women in the industry where we're hearing some real issues and concerns that need to be addressed to improve work quality for women who are already in the industry. And that, I think, will help to recruit and retrain and retain more women who are interested in becoming truck drivers. Great, great. Well, that's a great way to wrap it up. Well, uh, Acting Administrator Hutchison, thank you again. Uh, we realize you're just getting started in your role there at FMCSA and that you're super busy uh, getting started there. So we really appreciate, uh, especially appreciate, you know, taking the t- time with us today. And I look forward to keeping in touch with the agency and the, um, the sec- success of these programs as they, as they move forward. It's absolutely my pleasure today. Thanks so much for the invitation. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in.